Good morning on Sunday the 14th. It is Mother's Day, just in case you've forgotten by, while getting ready for a big elimination type day in playoff sports. Do not forget that day. Okay, let's get down to the business of this podcast, which is betting on sports. Okay, first order of business is to not bet on the NBA tonight. This is a gloomy Gus is back in on the scene here. It's advice I've doled out in a probably tedious and boring way over and over, whether it's on the Patreon page or whether it's here on the podcast. Playoff sports is for the fan, not for the professional better. Yes, there's a multitude of reasons to break that rule. I've been breaking it pretty frequently on the NBA and the NHL playoffs, as I did on college bowl games, as I did on NFL playoffs. The reason why I spew out the boring advice is that many people come in for the first time and bet on the playoffs, and they don't bet the regular season, which is more profitable, or they bet extreme amounts on, and this is the big one, really, for me to get across, just because it's a playoff game does not mean it merits a bigger bet. Just because it's a Super Bowl, for example, does not mean we should bet an entire amount on one game that we might bet in in a month or a week or something. It's just it's just because it's a bigger game does not make it a better game to bet on. There is value sometimes when the public moves a line too much, and that's more common in the bigger sports. A college bowl game, a NFL Super Bowl, really more more than playoffs, really. And uh, elimination games and NBA and to some degree hockey. Hockey's less run by the playoff mantra, but NBA certainly is. Okay, so Gloomy Gus did get back. He's here. He's getting boring again, so let me let me get rid of that. Again, if you're going to bet this game, this uh, NBA game, winner take all, Celtics and Sixers, bet it live. The numbers are telling me, hey, take the over, but it's a game seven, and defense should rule the day, so I'm not going to buck the trends on either one. I'm not going to just flip a coin and take the over with the numbers or the under with what should happen. Not going to do it. If I had to take a side, I'd take Philly because they're getting the points. They are on the road. In theory, Boston's a better team. I'm not I'm not betting that. But if I had to, I'd, bet, I'd take the points. But if you feel compelled to bet this game, bet it live. And what I would do is take the opposite side of a team with a 12-point or better lead. If someone's up by 12 points, take the team that's behind plus the greater amount of points. That would be especially advantageous if somehow Philadelphia gets off to a 12-point lead. Getting the home team with a 12-point deficit and a significant amount of points thrown at your way is a great, great bet. And I would take the opposite of the totals trend, meaning let's just say this is a 60-point first quarter pacing for a 240-point game. I'm going with the under. If it's a 40-point first quarter pacing towards a 160-point game, I'm going with the over. So that's what I have to say on the NBA because there's no official plays other than look for those live opportunities, and you could be happy with those. All right, in the NHL, I've got a lot of unit action in play. Again, you're going to find all these at our Patreon page, score projections at Patreon. I'm not going to spell out Patreon. I'm going to get tired of spelling that out. That's where the good stuff's at. But I'm giving you some of the plays here on this podcast every day for free. And what I'm going to give you on this podcast is Connor McDavid to have a goal. He's minus 130 to have said goal. He just has to score once, 
meaning, well, not score, score a goal. No assist counts here. Has to put it in the net, back of the net. Now, the thing is, Connor Bedig to have a goal is probably because either the, the Oilers are rolling, and he's part of that, or because they're sticking in his hands to let him, the captain of the team, the best player in hockey, certainly offensively, without a doubt, overall the best player, Hopefully, they're thinking they would give it to him if they need to salvage their season. If somehow the Golden Knights have, uh-oh, somehow, that means you know where I'm leaning on this game, but there's different ways to bet it, and I wouldn't uh, discard the possible ways to bet this. Okay, I don't want to get boring again. All right, I just gave you the, the Easter egg there of what I'm leaning on the game, but if somehow the Vegas Golden Knights are winning, say, 4-2, to two, there's 10 minutes left in this game, you better believe they're feeding McDavid. You better believe that he wants the puck. You better believe they're going to leave it to him. So whether they're behind or whether they're ahead, McDavid figures to get a goal. It is minus 130, and I'm putting a full unit on that game. Okay, let's finish it up with baseball, where I've got a lot of action. And I'll finish it up with the last play of the day on my card anyway. Padres and Dodgers to go under nine and a half. You've got two really good pitchers here, two pitchers that are hot. You've got a decent pitcher's park. It's under. I have very little doubt. This could qualify for more than a one-unit play. I'm not saying it's more than one-unit play. All my baseball plays, uh, seven of them, are all one-unit plays today. All seven are at Patreon. This one is one of those seven. And it's not graded as larger than one unit play. It very, very well could have been. It's right on the borderline for going at least one and a half units. I typically have a stronger, a uh, stricter, stricter rules on playing over-unders because in any sport, that's a little more risky than actually picking the winner most of the time. So anyway, under nine and a half is a play. Happy Mother's Day to anyone that's listening. And make sure you don't forget. All right. Good luck.